0: Good evening. Welcome to the uh, Black Door Music Argument podcast. Sometime you have a a really great friend, and then you shit on their favorite album of the summer, and (laughs) they contact the artist and have them come on your podcast. So Carrie, why don't you introduce our guest?
1: Yeah, so I'm very excited. Um, Thank you for that intro, Barry. I'm very excited to welcome Christian Lee Hudson to the Black Door Music Argument. Um, if you missed it, earlier, a few weeks ago, Barry and I recorded an album or a, a episode where I made him listen to Christian's uh, album, Beginners, and Barry hated it. Um, and so <laughs> I messaged Christian and I said, hey, we just recorded this episode about your album. My friend Barry is an asshole. Um, would you like to come on our podcast? And he very graciously said yes. So hi.
2: Hi. happy to be here. Yeah. Do you, want,
1: do you want to start off and just say a little bit about yourself, or is that like no, the not. worst question
2: ever? My name's Christian. I just turned 30 years old. I'm I'm uh, fucking ready. Can I say fuck on your butt? Yeah, I can. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh a thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that people, if they've heard the other episode, if they're going to listen to this one, so. yeah yeah Yeah. we We try to to
1: make it uh, a point to make it explicit because we mark every episode as explicit so we just we don't want to lie to apple so we just uh, try and make a point yeah Yeah. all
0: right
2: well i'll say it (laughs) as many times as you need then awesome so let's fucking do this awesome yeah
0: so this i've seen uh this uh put out as like your your first like studio uh album but you this is really your third isn't it
2: Yeah, technically it is. I, I I don't know if like the other two weren't really made in studios, but they were like They were albums that I like released in a small independent way at the time um, with without like a label situation. Um, But yeah, I just hate those albums and I took them <laughs> off the internet before anyone noticed <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was wondering because I, I was kind of trying to do a deep dive on your music and I was like where are these other albums everybody's talking about but yeah that would that explain that so I want to get this out of the way because you I I'm gathering you listen to our podcast
2: that, I heard the, that, yeah I heard the first that's what made me want to want, want to do it when Carrie reached out because my wife and I listened to it and we just like had a good
0: time (laughs) fantastic (laughs) um so i gotta say this like at the end carrie was like yeah maybe it's not the best album but you have to hear him live and so she sent me youtube video of you live and then i like watched that and honestly uh, i think it was the uh let's get the band back together one of the clips where you're just kind of telling the story about your your friend who inspired the song and it was like uh you know, like scales f- falling off my eyes. I'm like, oh, he's not pretentious. He's smart and witty, and it's like,
1: which is Barry saying that, by the way.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, well, so, it's fine. I was sort of hoping you would stick to your to your guns a little bit. So, it, yeah.
0: Well, but if you want me to stick to my guns, I do have legitimate <laughs> complaints. But
2: <laughs> I'm sure the guns will come out. I'm later, happy. Yeah. To, I'm happy to hear them too. Um well, well yeah. Thanks for checking that out.
0: Yeah, well, and the other thing, I'm, I'm hoping, and I assume that normally you would be touring this whole time uh, to, in support of your album, but unfortunately, COVID has gotten in the way of that.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, this is the first year of my life in like the last 12 years that I haven't been on tour for most of the year. Um, so yeah, it's crazy.
1: <clears throat> what does an artist do when not able to tour? Like, what have you been up uh, to do?
2: I'm writing my next record so I've been just kind of at home I signed this deal like basically like with with anti right as all the lockdowns were starting and then they were like all right yeah like we're gonna be back to you know this COVID thing's only gonna last a few months so by the time summer rolls around we're still gonna be good and uh you'll be back on tour so I didn't get bumped or anything but uh yeah i don't know now we're just like trying to focus on the next one
0: yeah okay Why yeah
1: um i actually got married at the end of may and we did the same thing like when all the COVID stuff started going down we were like but our wedding's at the end of may we'll be <laughs> totally fine and then yeah. it obviously wasn't but um our which my husband was like you have to tell him our wedding was on the date that your album came out it was on me oh wow
2: yeah wow. so congratulations cool.
1: thanks Anyway, I totally interrupted Barry and
0: something he was no, say. Uh, yeah, well I'm used to it, Carrie. <laughs> so um I I I think you know, just because if anybody listened to the last podcast, we'd have to we'd have to address it. Um, why white socks?
2: <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just like it wasn't deliberate. I woke up that day, I was like, what are the clean socks that I have? uh i didn't imagine that my socks would be like showcased in the photographs at all sure but you know here we are and i'm doing a podcast about it so <laughs> they, they work um yeah i don't i mean it i just thought i had more pants <laughs> um, yeah, like um, it's a common mistake <laughs> i like i like a white sock i don't you know i've you know and i I can't, I have to go back and look at the photo. I don't know if they're tube socks. They might be dress socks. It could be tube socks. Maybe we can have it enhanced or something if we.
0: Yeah, well the, we the really only one you can it. see it is mm-hmm. where you're, you're laying down in your uh, coveralls in the grass yeah. looking uh, con- uh, contemplative. Uh, yeah
2: they they said lay down in the grass there just show us you can think about your life (laughs) (laughs)
0: look at the clouds (laughs) pretend they're inspiring your next album yeah (laughs) Uh, no i don't know it it kind of popped into my head it it really made me like think of the blues brothers because you know uh, i it's one of the blues brothers are one of those formative music things you know they were on tv when i was young in the 80s and and you know it always stuck out that they were in those those black suits, black shoes, and white socks. So it's just like, it's <laughs> stuck out like instantly. I'm like, he's wearing coveralls and I don't know, Doc Martens and- It's an why? homage
2: to the Blues Brothers. They're, that's um, what it is. Okay. Which is why I, I chose to wear those. You no, know, it's funny, like I didn't know how extensive the feature that they were doing was gonna be, but I knew that they wanted to take some pictures. Usually no one takes any pictures of your feet or yeah. like, with your full body, I don't know why they need to see what all of me it looks like.
1: It's really so, important to make sure that you see an artist's like ankles. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I thought it was so, interesting because I, you know, your it seems like your 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 look of your act is pretty pretty traditional um, folk. Um, a lot of sweaters, a lot of kind of is it vintage or just classic styles that you're wearing? Um,
2: some of it's vintage, some of it's I just like like kind of plain stuff that isn't that distracting to look at but i mean we are here talking about the socks so you know <laughs> it's something i'm going to take yeah, into but, consideration so yeah uh, yeah
0: no, you're I, gonna I, you're gonna remember that asshole from minnesota for years and years you're just gonna be like <laughs> reaching for the white socks nope no, first show today, back Kristen. in
2: Minnesota, I will definitely be wearing white socks.
0: Um, <laughs> well, hopefully, I can come and see you when you're uh, touring again. So, yeah,
2: I'll put you guys on the list next time I come. If, if you know, if live music comes back, yeah, again, well,
0: let's let's hope it does. I mean, uh, you know, we, we had an election now, maybe we can get rid of this uh, COVID. So,
2: if Biden can get me back on the road, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I've, I've voted for him either way. So, <laughs>
0: So, so you know, one of the things, I'm sorry, Carrie, you, you take it. I've been talking too much.
1: <laughs> so I was just going to say, speaking of live shows, like that's how I was first introduced to you. Um, I got to see you open for a couple bands at First Ave um, in Minneapolis. So shout out to First Ave. Um, and that kind of came up in the last episode too that I was curious kind of um, what my view, how my views would have changed if I had only heard the album and not seen you live, because seeing you live was what made me interested in your music, um, obviously. Um, but one of my favorite parts of uh, of the live show was when you explained the backstory of Get the Old Band Back Together. Um, like I, j- I enjoyed it the first time and, the, the, and then at the second show, I was like, is he going to do it? And then I was very excited. Um, so I was curious if you're not sick of telling the story, if you would tell the story of that song, because we kind of allude to it in the first episode, but I never actually say what it's about.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so that song, It's about these guys that I grew up with, and I grew up in Santa Monica, California when I was growing up as like a lot of like pop punk uh, kind of stuff was happening. Um, And these guys that I went to high school with started a band as like sort of, you know, as many kids do at many different high schools across the country. Um, Did it
1: start as a Blink-182 cover band?
2: No, not exactly. It was like, I would think, I think they called it like, they're like, yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a trope of like high school first bands or whatever, where there's like a fusion of genres that doesn't, wouldn't make no sense in any kind of, it's like a (laughs) funk, psych, (laughs) funk, psych, (laughs) rock, grunge, pop, punk, Mm -hmm. or like emo or probably is what they would call, would have called it. Um, Anyway, they started this band and um we're like super duper serious about it like really like you know we practice on fucking saturdays and wednesdays like every you you know the drill you gotta come back to the garage and you know like practice 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 we gotta make our songs perfect um for years they did this there's i to my knowledge i feel like I, i haven't checked i mean i don't know what they're doing in covid times but the last I checked, they were still a band. Like they've gone through several name changes, but they're still a band. Like the core of the band is still a band today. So it's like f- fucking <laughs> fifteen years right. they've okay. been a band, which is like a, is a thousand years and mm-hmm. band years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they um, they the idea for the song came from my friend. I ran into one of my friends who was in the band. Like years after high school and he's like oh man you got to come back to the garage and like say hi to the guys where I'm practice today and I was like hell yeah I'm gonna come say hi and they're back there in the garage like fucking showing me some new songs and stuff and I'm like all right I'm gonna go they're like all right let's get a picture before we go and like this is not this is just like to paint the picture the image of what the the type of band is Mm -hmm. like we're like, all right, we're going to get the picture. He's like, oh, Chris, get your mom out here. That's not his name, but, you know, get your mom out here. She's going to take this picture of us. We all line up just like a bunch of fucking weird looking guys. And we like look over down the line of guys. And my friend who's the drummer has his shirt off. He's like just taking his shirt off for the photo. And then this like huge, (laughs) this huge argument ensues where it's like, you got to stop doing that, man. You're fucking creeping everybody out. And the drummer's like, that's our, <laughs> that's our image. <laughs> I'm the guy who takes his shirt off. It's like, <laughs> that's how it is in every photo. And there's like clearly like this thing is misunderstanding about what they think the band is. And, you know, anyway, mm-hmm. so somewhere on the internet, I really want to find it. There's this photo of me and like the, and those guys and one of the guys has his shirt off. Um,
1: I feel like that should be like the drop of like your next tour should just be like a blown up of that picture as the background
2: (laughs) if i could find (laughs) it that would be sick (laughs) um that was anyway that was a little slight detour within the band world story so what happened that same guy the drummer um i talked to him like a year later probably and he was like oh man i got fucking kicked out of the band um he i guess like Went to the singer, who's like the you know, the singer's like the president of the band, um, and he was like, "Hey, man, I'm like, I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make practice. Like, I'm gonna, I'm taking this exam. I'm gonna become a building inspector." And the singer was like, "Absolutely not! Like, you you think about what you're doing, but like, if you <laughs> once you walk out that door to that building inspector exam." <laughs> fucking out of the building.
0: <laughs> take your shirt off, but don't you take that test. <laughs> first with the
2: shirts, but and now first with no shirts. Now the fucking building inspections. Yeah, you know, it's funny.
0: He's probably the only building inspector in LA without a shirt on.
2: Yeah, I mean he he, he, he would do well with like a bus bench ad or something like that. If <laughs> building inspector, the shirtless building I did that inspector. Kind of <laughs> guaranteed approval of your building
0: (laughs) please exactly
2: hire me um yeah so i mean he ended up getting kicked out and i just imagined i kind of wrote the song as like a joke song about just imagining hit this guy and exaggerating some elements of it and then i used the names of like all of my friends who i currently play in bands with sure
1: nice yeah yeah, so,
2: super long-winded
0: story but no that's okay. so good <laughs> this this podcast's all about you Christian um, now how, have you been writing then like for 15 years writing songs
2: yeah like not things that I like for 15 years but I've been like trying to write <laughs> songs for 15 years for sure
0: okay so you're kind of like halfway through your life and an overnight success right
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these are all my first songs, you know, I just <laughs> picked it up one day. I was like, wow. lose this number? Yeah, I was like, "Wow," I, was, I just kind of, fit. no, I definitely have been like trying to, trying to figure out how to write really good songs for a long time and am still, you know, learning Well, I'd like to, to do write,
0: uh, I'd like to li- uh, ask you a question, uh, using an example of, uh, of atheist, because that song hooked me right from the beginning. You've, you've heard the previous podcast. So I, I mean, uh, that one you know just made me think of, uh, uh, you know, Paul Simon, uh, I've gone to look for America. And I, I think I, I've been listening to that song over and over. You can tell me if I'm digging too much into it, but I feel as though your efficiency of language really just draws you in instantly because you use a phrase that no one ever uses except for on an airplane you know, on our final descent into Chicago. And boom, you're sitting in that seat. You've been in the plane for four hours. You're a little bit sweaty in your butt. You're uncomfortable and you just want to get off that fucking plane. But you've like that phrase efficiently emotes exactly where you are in that spot. And then you, and then you begin your story. Is that intentional or am I just reading too much into that?
2: Yeah, I know. I, I mean, not exactly. That's a, very thank you and that's very kind like or just i I never would have thought about like what exactly it does i just thought it sounded like it set you up in like a yeah it was like a cinematic way of writing or something like it made me think of like reading a a book or something how you imagine the scenery and what you're instead of just like a regular like inner monologue type song Mm -hmm. um while I was writing a lot of that um, record, I was trying to figure out like how did how to do like a uh, song that feels like a like an more inside your head, you know, inner monologue yeah. song with, with without doing like all of the familiar like shit that just makes you tune out.
0: Well, honestly, uh, like I said. It, it drew me in. And then I was trying to understand why. And then, like I was saying, I was singing to Paul Simon's uh, I've Gone to Look for America. I, I'm not sure if that's exactly a song, but you, you know, know the song, song I'm talking about. Button. Yeah. Where they, you know, they're discussing the, the little conversations they're having on the bus that, you know, do you have a cigarette? No, we last smoked us one an hour ago. Just those little things that draw you into that long bus ride. I just feel like uh, you know, I'm using atheist as, as an example, but that's the kind of writing that I uh, that I hear in your other songs that I think really draw me in, and really make this a, a great album. Thanks.
2: Yeah, I, I um, that was such a surprise that people ended up liking that one. That was like the one that was most likely going to get cut. I felt like from really? so I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wrote like 18 versions of the lyrics, and like I just couldn't get it. To, like to feel how I wanted it to and then I just ended with the, whatever the version that ended up on the record is I'm like that I'm done working on it no it's not <laughs> done but I'm done
0: <laughs> if don't like it, that's fine they can just complain on their own podcast don't okay. care. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Carrie what else you got
1: um, well I'm kind of waiting for you to get into your like
0: oh my The my, asshole
1: my, part of this my, whole thing okay. you've just been okay.
2: nice
0: let's do it you're right, you're right. okay <laughs> okay christian and i'm ready i realize the the producer is phoebe bridger who apparently yeah. uh, from what i understand is one of your close friends and collaborators and uh, i mean no because uh, actually i would never heard of her before carrie introduced uh, me to your album and then discussed it and actually i've been listening to a fair amount of her music too and i'm i'm also getting uh, you know the warm fuzzies for her writing so i i'm kind of being introduced to a couple brand new artists that uh, I'm, I'm loving this year. Uh, I think, you know, it could just be that my 43 year old ears have listened to too many loud engines and, and other no- loud noises during my life, but the mixing, uh, especially on atheist and like talk, mm-hmm. that the low notes are, especially on talk, there's a drum that just, it's just it's very distracting and that's one of the things <laughs> where it's like it's distracting and then it's just making me feel I think I was describing it like it like it was a uh, inside of a cave you know where I could almost feel the <laughs> the water dripping off the ceiling and I was like well I love listening to Christian sing but why is he always playing in this fucking cave was, um, that,
1: was that your intention to make it sound like you were in a cave <laughs>
2: that was something we had talked about in the studio that day is like how do we yeah. make people uh It's just really feeling.
0: no No. well, I was talking to Carrie I was like okay I think Phoebe's like 26 maybe it's just because I have old years maybe I'm just getting to be an old curmudgeon and I just have to live with it because you know uh, I'm just going to hate everything until the rest of my uh, the rest of my life I'm just going to be yelling at kids and get off my fucking lawn so yeah I don't know
2: I mean I yeah there wasn't really a talk about I mean it's funny like it's funny to hear it described in like non like as a as a sort of description of a place where you're listening to something as opposed to like what you know like Mm -hmm. i'm so like trained to like talk about what it like um not specifically like frequency things but like to be talking about it in a more musical way right and uh yeah i i I had never considered that that it might i hadn't i all i thought when we did that one is just like wow this sounds different than shit that i listened yeah.
0: to <laughs> I mean, you gotta experiment otherwise everything would sound the same i mean you gotta move on
2: yeah like but there's i no v- bass based on that song which is a weird i've never done anything without with drums and no bass before and yeah. i thought that that was like and that was phoebe's decision i guess just because why the fuck not which is a funny thing to do when you're making your album but
0: (laughs) yeah well there there you go that was my main thing but like i said uh the when my first listen uh i was i was in a bad mood uh for various reasons and so that's of course how you want people to listen to your music right (laughs) and then uh exactly and then uh I was like, well, these lyrics are awesome. Why am I not liking it? And then that's how our conversation got started on on that. And so I agree, like I've heard you describe, um, you know, Phoebe's mix of like all the instrumentation before as, you know, really kind of bare bones. And, and there is a lot of that. And I think, uh, and that's the kind of thing I really respect because it's, you know, sometimes people get a little too fancy in the production booth and, and you don't get to hear the, uh, you know the the plane and after watching you know several clips of you playing you know i probably was a little shitty about your guitar playing because obviously that's on point so <laughs> <laughs> that i well that I, mean, I well apologize for it's
2: it's hard <laughs> to tell like i don't there there is like i don't know it it definitely like this you're or i don't know if it's just this conversation or if it's the last podcast that's making me think about um like the intention was going in to record, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this in like other interviews before, but like we, I know I've talked about how I've like, I recorded this record specifically like eight different times. Mm-hmm. Um, only once with Phoebe, but I had made like uh, several different versions of it before and was just trying to figure out how to make it sound right. And Phoebe's, Phoebe basically bullied me into
0: <laughs>
2: into letting her produce my record. I mean, I would let her do anything because I, I just well, trust right. her. And I also but, mentioned
0: that on last podcast. I said, you know, when you're having your friend do it, you can't say anything because they'll just run right over you. Come on, watch yourself, Christian.
2: Well, I mean, I, I feel like Phoebe, I mean, we like all of the same shit. So I just tend to yeah. agree with what she, uh, you know, and I just trust her in general but so when we when she came to me and was like i'm gonna i'm gonna produce like your record still is not sounding the way you want it so i'm gonna produce a version of it now initially the intention with it was like we were just gonna make it all live because that was that was always like the main thing that like fucked us up the most is like i sound complete like i love the way that i sound at a show and in like my kitchen right after i wrote the song how do I make it sound like that in a studio and like have it be like fun to listen to as well. Um, But then, you know, being in the studio, we ended up adding a bunch of shit onto stuff. So it was like as (laughs) limited as we tried to make ourselves, we still couldn't help it at (laughs) some. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I I mean, for the most part, I think it's uh, very successful. And like I said, once I, I saw a clip one time of you live i was just like oh it was like a it was like a switch so i completely understand why carrie loved it right away because she'd already seen you live twice so yeah
1: we had recorded the episode and then i quick sent him the youtube and like five minutes after i had sent it he was like oh fuck we have to add five minutes this is great and i was like
2: (laughs) i win (laughs) that's awesome um yeah, you saw one of my like my the last show I probably played before quarantine. If you saw the uh, the first Av show with J. S. Andara, yeah, that was a weird one.
1: That was weird.
0: I, Is that yeah. where he was? Where you tried to shush the crowd? And I were, was
1: so angry at the audience. I, I
0: sort of did, and show. like <laughs> I was really. It was a, it was
2: like a weird. I just flew in at the last minute to do as like my last show of the year. And I, it was like I literally flew from LA, like went and played the show, stayed in a hotel for one night, got back on a plane at like four in the morning, and flew back to LA. It was like uh, fucking exhausting and Mm. terrible, terrible. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, the the and I was like, well, it's gonna be sick because it's first Ave and the the first or the last time that I played there, which you also saw it. Uh mm-hmm. it was a, uh, it was awesome. So I was like, it's gonna be great. And then I was like, Oh no. Fuck yeah. this is I don't know any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on tour with this band for three months, so I'm just like eating uh fucking takeout alone in my dressing room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the best way to get pumped for a show, I'm sure, is like it
2: I'm got, got gonna, me so amped, you know, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the energy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. that,
1: yeah. It was a Just frustrating like, night cuz I was like let let the man sing anyway. We don't have <laughs> to get into
2: it. It's a big venue to like be someone that no one knows in oh, and it's like a full like sold out show for sure.
1: Yeah. And I feel like I don't know, I could be totally wrong. I'm not in the music industry, but I feel like Ondara has like a different sound than you too. And so it was like Yeah. Yeah.
2: This is a strange Pairing. I love, I love Andorra and I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, but I was like, Oh, wow, like, weird that I got asked to do this, but I'll do it.
1: (laughs) I was that. So that's all that matters in my
2: world. (laughs) Sick.
0: You got to do what get you paid, right?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, Carrie, uh, you have anything else? Uh,
1: I do, if that's Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I, I i just want to make sure we're not wasting any time and taking care of business. So
1: Yeah. How much time do you have, by the way? Are we just like interrupting? COVID.
0: I'm, no, I'm good. I'm like <laughs> just going to watch
2: a fucking movie or something. All right, cool.
1: <laughs> 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 um, so I just, I, I don't really have a question, but I wanted to like point out the fact that um, single for the summer has been stuck in my head all summer long because it's COVID and it ends with, um, Things are gonna turn around any day now, and it's gonna happen any day now. <laughs> like every morning, I'm like, it's gonna happen any day. And I was like, oh, it's single for the summer. That makes sense. Like for the summer. Anyway,
2: Honestly, um, so I was
1: curious if you had predicted COVID
2: with this or I am um, one of the Antifa members that actually <laughs> engineered it so that we could, uh, you know, bomb Trump's presidency and right. and just. You know, make him look really bad, and so that Biden could eventually win and
0: and, pass and at the same the time torpedo your own record.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm 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 happy to fall on that.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was actually listening to that song um, on on the, the way to meet my wife for a picnic yesterday, and uh, that whole uh, I told her I was dying. Technically, it's the truth. I I literally laughed out loud in my car by myself. So there again, uh, yeah. I'm loving your record. Well, thanks. Very supported me. I, so
2: well, I hope that we're about to start making the ne- next one soon. So hopefully, that one is. We're gonna take some of your notes as we go into that one from the last podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sure that base make sure phoebe's heard my podcast and and then you know we're
2: gonna we listen could... we're gonna listen to it we're gonna listen to this one too before every day just to make sure that we're on the right track and no um,
0: <laughs> well no i, I really yeah.
2: did i loved listening to the first podcast i thought it was so funny and i and it is really fun to hear like people's honest opinion when you don't ever imagine that you would like talk to me or whatever like that sure. is something that you, you miss out on sometimes and uh impress or something because usually i've actually spoken to the person
0: well i'll tell you what christian <laughs> i uh i'll always be honest just ask all the people who used to be my friend
1: <laughs> i'm slowly being added to that list Used to be. <laughs>
2: well i hope you stay stay together for the sake of the podcast as,
0: oh, as friends
1: wow. oh for sure Four bitter
0: enemies. It's kind of the theme of the podcast. <laughs> either way. It's good. Based on, way. based on, there's always one of us, like when we're all together, the, the podcast actually has four members. And so when we're all together, uh, it, it's usually like wild dogs where whoever's the weakest of that <laughs> night will just get torn <laughs> apart. And uh, so, and we were like, um, this is coming off of ours so we're just going to do two I don't think Christian can handle four of us that's
2: it's <laughs> too much be very
0: very confusing and uh, well not, not if a...
2: you ever want to do four um next the next record we can do four or whatever we can just get it all out there and see yeah, what, what everyone thought <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds awesome were there any um like artists or um like anything that inspired this last record or is inspiring the next one
2: um I love or- like Elliot Smith so much, and like I feel like every thing that I do is like a, a a rip off of that uh so that, I mean that and um. Yeah, I don't know. Like my friend Phoebe's record, I love her writing so much and she's definitely like influenced the way that I write. My friend Connor, who's band, uh is Bright Eyes and mm-hmm. we were in the Better Oblivion together. Um, his writing definitely inspired That record a lot and the record I'm currently writing and um, yeah, I don't know, like All kinds of Shit. Quiet, all quiet music. <laughs> Paul Simon for sure. I mean, yeah.
0: You don't have uh, to say I, that for me.
2: No, I I love Paul Simon, but it's it's funny. I'm like, admittedly, a pretty new Paul Simon fan. I I like. I only started listening to him when people started saying that I sounded like him a few years ago, and I was like, oh yeah, I've never listened to Paul Simon. And Connor. Uh, actually took me to see one of the last Paul Simon, uh, like one of his, the final t- tour shows or whatever and was right. like, you gotta fucking see this, got bush fucking sound exactly like, you know, that's how he talks. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan since then. So he probably made a, made a more of like an impact after that show as well. I think we we're
0: making the record at
2: the time that that happened.
0: Yeah, I think you have a similar uh singing style. It's just kind of like conversational. It's kind of like having a chat with somebody over coffee.
2: Yeah. I love I love uh I love his music. I love his his writing as well. I feel like he does that conversational style of writing very well. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, uh Carrie, anything else?
1: Um I
0: don't think so. Okay. Christian, anything
1: you want to know? Anything you want to say?
2: <laughs> I just want to say uh, you guys are welcome for COVID and Biden's win and all that stuff. I'm happy that I, <laughs> I was. Appreciate able it. To, Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the spake virus has finally run its course, and I'm ready to lift the restrictions again. And and no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tell my wife she just got back from the hospital. She's a nurse. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly so she knows no i'm just kidding yeah um
0: thank you guys part of the the secret cabal
2: i mean yeah we don't have to talk about that but that is something i'm thinking about like it's like the flat earth people who think that that's a hoax like do you know how many lies that takes this takes that relies on so many people lying and it usually doesn't even work for one person to lie very well
0: for an airplane ride you can see the curve
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're surrounded by walls of ice man i don't know what to tell you um yeah thank you guys for for thanks for hitting me up carrie and thanks barry for uh yeah just fucking thanks for having me on the podcast thanks for uh all of your your funny and <laughs> your funny critiques and uh yeah well thanks
0: for- next time you you know next time you release an album uh you know make sure you listen to the podcast i'll be sure to shit on that one too mm-hmm. so
2: i can't i honestly can't wait um yeah uh yeah thanks thanks (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay all right thanks a
0: lot christian take care Uh, stay safe out there
2: guys we really appreciate you
0: you coming on here i stopped recording but uh uh, we 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 do really appreciate you coming on uh uh, especially since you know i was here but uh,
2: (laughs) and honestly i was i was not i was I was really enjoying the the first podcast, and that was why I was happy to come on here. I, I, oh, okay. good. As I said, I, I stand by it. I really enjoy when people are just like being there, like having their honest opinion about something without on first listen, you know, yeah. like yeah. without fear of uh, like hurting anyone's
0: feelings. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely try to catch you next time you're in uh, Minneapolis, so.
2: Yeah, please yeah, let me know. Sure. I, I, I will put you guys on the list. So just uh, let's stay in touch or whatever once touring starts again, and I'll meet you guys in person or whatever. Yeah, that'd okay. be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Thank yeah. you very right. much. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Gary. Thanks Barry. so much. Bye. Thank you. All right,
1: take care. You too.
0: If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music argument, where opinions are always welcome, but are probably wrong, including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me.
1: And always remember to clear your browser history.
0: But most of all,
1: Especially important.
0: Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's cold outside.